by the way, this is to get everybody hyped up because we're our first argument. We gotta bring it. Well, you guys gotta bring it. I have nothing to say to this. You know what I mean? It's getting ready to go down. Funk master flex tunnel style. Shout to big cat cipher sounds. MOP Andy up in the fucking background. For the real niggas, you know what I mean? Shout to Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island, Staten Island, Uptown Harlem, or the BX. All my real niggas with the 20 inches outside. You know what I mean? Fake niggas get the fuck out and hold on to your shit. You know what I mean? Funk flex. One time for your motherfucking mind. Welcome to From the Shadows with Love, episode 31. To the left of me, I got Mr. Nino, a.k.a. Peter Parker, a.k.a. I cannot read or listen because I'm dyslexic and deaf at the same damn time. Hey, it's my OCD, man. On Zoom, Long Branch, New Jersey, we got the Long Beak, Toucan Sam, AKA Mr. Young Nadis. Mr. Punctual. He is very punctual. E. Then you got your, yourself, myself, the young, handsome. Can you stop? <laughs> You're older than everybody here. Stop calling, stop calling yourself handsome the, and young. The backbone of the pod. Oh, my God. I'll tell you this. The, the best editor slash, uh, what do we call this shit? Uh, audio engineer. Audio engineer in the fucking business. Yes. Uh, young Armanda the Queen. Hey, thank you. But uh, yep. that makes you my daughter, right? Because you're the princessa. Oh, yeah, that's Damn. 
Thank, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> hey, what's going on over there uh, in, in, in lonely New Jersey? You're sitting in the dark. What up? What up? You what look up? a little sad. Que lo que? Hey, before we start this, though. What up? I got a bone to pick with E. What happened? Go ahead. I've been, I've been, I've been holding this in for a little while. What happened? I hey, got a bone hey, to pick. Hey, before you go in, surprise to me. <laughs> I don't even He hasn't brought this up. <laughs> I haven't. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Just, you know, silently lurking to bring this up. Hey yo E, how come how come how come um you're not promoting our shit, bro? I haven't I, I didn't I didn't see you promote the last pod episode. Cause I last told time you to, I, I told checked, you, I don't owe I told shit you, on this pod. I told you to last time I checked, I don't owe shit on the pod. Last time I checked, I don't owe shit. And until <laughs> what we you get mean? these, Nino until we get 10%. these percentages fixed, I don't bro, owe shit on you, this he pod. He gave you ten percent. I am my guest. Appearance. If I gave him, you guys time, can fucking I, promote to me. it until if I, I gave him ten percentage, which I'm gonna bump up to thirteen and a half. The fuck is thirteen? You gotta and give a half. him twelve and a half. I deserve twenty percent. No, I just gave you twenty five. If you shut the fuck up, you would know. Yeah, thirteen and a half. Twelve. That twenty five just went down to fucking nah, nah, I deserve, eighteen. I'm fine with twenty. I literally just did but that. But my worth is twenty five. So you I decide, literally just did that for you. So explain, you explain to us why your worth is 25. Please explain. All right. No, no better yet. Next pod, y'all just do it yourselves. I don't need to, nah, I don't he, need to he, say he, nothing he's, else. He's going to let us know today. I don't today we to got know. a new segment. Yeah, we have. A, listen, I'm, tr- I'm trying to, I'm, Yo, I'm trying to like push you. We're new like, I'm going to be on that. Listen, I'm going to say this. Almost the same thing Joe Budden said, right? What did he say? If you want, if you want a piece of this pie, bring something to the table. Uh, e, is that hey, what he hey, said? To, yeah, <laughs> it is right. But E, he got some shit for us today. No, I, yes. got some shit. I, I understand. Okay. That. I understand. That. That. Yeah, y'all can't have my. Y'all can't have that. That's part of me. That's my IP. That's All right, my so ownership. I'm bringing something. Y'all niggas can't take <laughs> none of that. All right, shit. listen, man. Y'all niggas can't wanna, take none I, of that listen, shit. I, this song had me hyped <laughs> up off risk, and I wanted to argue from this from jump. All right, I'm here to talk about the shit that we talked about months ago when I told you bum motherfuckers that Dennis Shorter was worth a hundred million. Well, well, the guy that's supposed to argue with you, no, he's not there. Yeah, I could honestly don't care. No, 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 no. no. He's talking about. Oh, we're starting with that. Okay. No, go look at the notes. Go look at the notes. Fuck the But granted, exactly what I need to say. You're a fucking. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on team E here. Bozo. Team E. Let's go. Let's go. Get him. E. Kill him. E. So we'll we'll start like this, okay? And 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 just agree with me and disagree with me. You just say I agree and I don't. If Dennis Schroeder and the Lakers had won the championship. Okay, would he have been worth on an open market a hundred million by some dumbass team? Some I'm talking to Detroit Pistons, somebody that needs somebody that just wants to throw money out there. All right, so I can answer your question better. Hold on, let me. I, I asked one question. Let me answer the question. You're okay. saying if they would have won the chip, would yes. somebody have thrown stupid money at him just because he won the chip? Just because he won the chip. Because he denied that $84 million okay. contract. Okay. The team that would have gave him that bag is the same team that gave that bag to Lonzo. Chicago was the only team that w- could possibly give him that much money compared to what the Lakers had offered him in the beginning. The Lakers offered him that. He said, no, I'm going to try free agency. The only other team that would have gave him that money was the Chicago Bulls because they need a point guard. They have Kobe White, but he's he's only his second year as a uh, he's his sophomore year. Yeah, he still needs he needs somebody else 
to tutor him, to help him. Elevate to get, him. To elevate him. And not even that, just to get him comfortable. It's your sophomore year, bro. You need somebody to be like, yo, don't worry about it. Some nights you might not score, but make sure you get the assists up. Make sure you get the playmaking yeah. up. Make sure you're in yeah. the plus and you're in the plus, not the minus. Exactly. So do I believe there would be a t- there would have been a team that would have threw the money at him? If, Absolutely. If, if they would have won the chip. Yeah. But I'm saying the only team, realistically speaking, had they won that chip that could have gave them that money is the Chicago Bulls. And what they did was they waited it out. And instead of, like you said, instead of throwing it at Dennis Schroeder, they threw it at Lonzo Ball. Schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah. Whatever the fuck his name. They gave it to Lonzo Ball. Now, realistically speaking, if we would have put Dennis Schroeder in when he's in form and shit like that next to when Lonzo is, I'd give the money to Dennis. I'm not lying about that. I'd give him the money. I'd give Dennis the money over Lonzo. I'd give him the Lonzo money. Had if, a, Lonzo had a great last year, bro. It's just that the team wasn't good. I understand why Chicago did what they did. Wait, let, let me finish. He did have a good year. That's only one good year, bro. I'll take the kid that's had multiple good years. Lonzo ain't no fucking rookie, bro. I mean, you got to look into that type of stuff. The Bulls took a chance with Lonzo. Let's not get that shit fucked up. Nah, Lonzo, they're not. Not at all. Lonzo is injury prone like a motherfucker, bro. This is Dennis Schroeder's probably first time yeah. getting injured like that. Nah, he, he, he didn't suffer the injuries, and that's the shit that I wanted to talk about because, like, when you were like, yo, I told you this shit months ago, I had no problem with, with him signing the extension. The shit that fucked me up looking at this whole situation was the fact that he doubled down on himself and fumbled the shit out of $84 million. All right. He missed out on $79 million fucking dollars. That shit blows me, bro. Okay, right. Everybody talks about that aspect, right? Since we're a podcast, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to take from his side and his financial side and because I went to school for a little bit of this shit. From what I'm hearing and from the... I know you guys always say, oh, E, don't put nothing into this. Da, da, da. No, I do my homework before I just say shit. And I'm always watching this shit when I'm at work or I'm just going through shit. Mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder, right, until we see an official statement from Rob Palenka or we see an official statement from the Lakers camp, they are saying the people around him that have basically come to his aid and defend him, they're saying that the Lakers really never offered that on the table. It was almost like a he say, she say shit. He never saw the contract. His agent never got a confirmation. His agent never did that. It's more of like the news found out about it before he did. You get what I mean? Like, it was almost something that was leaked to the press, almost like, oh, yeah, he was offered that, but he didn't take it. And Truder's team has responded like, we were never given a definite offer. I mean, we were in negotiations. We were talking, but we never got an official offer to the point where the money, like people keep saying, oh, the money was on the table. Why would you not take it? All that money was on the table. Eighty-four million, da da da. It was on the table. It was there for the taking. It's easy to say that, bro, but we all know business is business, right? Until you get a fucking contract or you get it written on fucking paper, you cannot believe what they will offer you. No, they need to have it in writing. He, his team is saying. We never got that in writing. We never was pre- presented a contract to negotiate off of. We were never given something. Armando knows what I'm talking about. You got to present a, a fucking contract at first to start the negotiations. Yeah, so at the end of the day, you're telling me that basically it was just, it got leaked to the media. Exactly. 
and that's exactly and they what ran happened. they ran with the narrative exactly and now it kind of makes him look stupid because yo I ain't gonna only lie to, to you, the bro. people that don't know what's going on exactly exactly and, and I ain't gonna lie to you it, to me it's crazy that a guy like Duncan Robinson with the Heat got a four year five year deal and signed a ninety million dollar contract and I feel like Schroeder can run laps around that boy. Not to knock his game. He's a great three-point shooter. He plays way better defense everything. He's all-around better player than he is. Yeah, like it blows me. I'm I'm like, yo, Dennis Schroeder signed a five. What is it? He signed a 5.9 million deal with the Celtics. Yeah. For a a one year? I would have just gone back to the Lakers and said, yo, let me back up Russell again. Nah. See, that, like, and again, we, uh, we always have to look at it from the business point of view. He was never offered a real contract. So... Not all, he, it's not that he, he bet on himself and blew it. It's more or less like he was waiting for that offer, and he never got presented a contract. And this type of business, bro, it, you can't go by somebody's word, bro. You need to have it in writing because yeah. not only is your health on the line, your whole career is on the line. Look what happened to him. It's most likely bad business on the Lakers' part. If yeah. you haven't noticed, that shit didn't come from nobody. It didn't come from Rob Palenka. It didn't come from the Lakers. It didn't come from it didn't nobody. Come from Genie. Yeah, nah, it came nobody. from Genie. Yeah, no, it came nobody. It didn't come from shit. nobody specifically, bro. Where yeah, you could you could pinpoint it to yeah, Rob. Rob said Rob gave him eighty four at first, and then he didn't take it. So Rob said, "Fuck out of here." No, it's never been said. There's no proof. Nothing. It's just that the media found out about something and they ran with it, and not for nothing. It's a story centered around LeBron, bro. They're always gonna try to make that shit bigger than it is. That, and like I, that, the reason why I say that is because they took that once they let that shit fly, then they started going into deeper into him, saying that oh he had problems with Kevin Love. No, he had problems with um what was his name uh the one on the Lakers. He had a problem with what was that fucking not Kevin Love. What was yeah, his name? Yeah, KCP. No, let's keep saying them. Rondo, Howard. Oh, he had a problem with Kuzma. He had a problem with Kuzma. Oh. He had a problem with Kuzma. So they blew that up. They blew that out of proportion, too, almost to make it seem like, oh, he's a troubled kid. Uh, he doesn't get along with the team. Um, why would the Lakers offer him all that money? And it's just to sell news. But, but, what did I always say? It's nobody's business to teach you business. If you knew you didn't have a contract ready for you and you knew nothing was popping for you, you have to tell your fucking agent or fire him to get you nah, some offers. Nah, you better fire that motherfucker. You got it. No, you not even that. You that got motherfucker got to go. Look, you got to find me offers. If you can't find me offers, what good are you to me? I am a athlete. I need a fucking team. If I don't play ball, look, if I don't play ball for a whole year, he didn't take that money for, for he didn't take that year for the money. He didn't do none of that. He took that money so he could stay healthy and fit. He could use the team's facility. He could use the team's doctors. He could do everything to make sure he's fit. So when that shit ends up and he's back in that fucking free agency thing, most likely somebody will offer him a better contract. Let's believe that. It's the thing is that he now not only has to prove himself, he has to stay healthy. If he gets injured during this run, Nino, with the Celtics, he could kiss his sorry-ass career goodbye. It's over. But. They're not going to offer him another $84 million contract. No, we're not it's talking about less. $84 no, 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 no. I'll, I'll That's out this. the window. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. So what happened was, let's just say there was an 84 But remember, 84 that $84 million, million is broken up to four years. So yeah, they're really and, and, only and, offering and, and him And the 20, real guarantee would probably be There's no guarantee like money. And on top of no, that, no, no, it's no. only it $20 million it, a year. It, it, yeah, it would have been like 50 guaranteed. Granted, 
the only way, Sh- and the shit that fucked up Schroeder and his contract talks was the fact that all the Lakers got hurt. So all that window went to him. Everybody paying attention to his defense, how he produces on offense. Can he get other people, you know, points? And he's all around the, LeBron, bro. Always the G- going to pinpoint exactly. him. All the GMs saw that and said, oh, we can't offer him 84. He ain't worth that money. And now wait. And then the most important thing that they said on Undisputed, the most important thing that Shannon said is the league looks at him like you couldn't play with Braun. What makes you think you could play with us? Braun made Della Vadova get a great contract. <laughs> Booby Gibson. Tristan Thompson get a great contract. Shit, Booby got, Gibson. Bro, he got Pope a fucking $19 million a year contract. He got Danny Green $16 million a year. He just got Alex Caruso 40 mil, bro, for two Yo, years. Yo, he revived Dwight Howard's career. career. So, like, Armando, right? Imagine, right? You you are on a team with a player that's gotten everybody involved, can get you involved, paid. can get you, yeah. can get you One your shots. One of the shots, best players. And paid. then on top of that, he can get you paid just as long as you follow instructions and just as long as you do your fucking part. Bron didn't yeah. need that nigga to score 30 every night. He just nope. needed him to grab the play, ball play, play while defense, I'm on the bench and make something happen. Yeah. Like, exactly. long story short, it's like, if you can't play with the best, what makes you think you can play with the rest? Exactly. That's his bars. That, that's what fucked him bars. up so bad. It's not even the fact that he didn't take the money. It's not even the fact that all this extra shit. It's the fact that the whole league is looking at him like, bro, you couldn't play with Braun? The nigga that made J.R. Smith a champion? And J.R. He JR, made J.R. Armando, I don't think you realize what we just said. He Yo, made J.R. Smith a champion, bro. A champion. Henny Jr. was on some of the best teams in the league. Is the Jr. Knicks. Smith the guy that every time he wins, he's like shirtless for yeah. like a month? Is yeah. that him? Yeah. yeah. That's a boy. I love I got that him a ring. <laughs> shout out to Jersey Zone Jr. Smith. Then he'll probably score like nine hey, points or 12 points side, max in side, a game. Side note, y'all know he joined college because he got eligibility and he's going to uh, try and have a pro career in golf. That's cool. That's awesome. That's, that's what cool. happens uh, when you wait, cool so with Braun. I love how I love how you reinvent yourself. Like, is he I done? Is, did he retire from basketball? Nah, he didn't retire. Not a retire, but no team really wants no him. He's kind of old. Offers for ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, in basketball, Armando, when you turn like 33, 34, if you're not a LeBron James, a Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, you're not a big name. Yeah, big Your name. career at that point comes down to the end. But listen, guys. I really want to touch on the second subject, and then and this is more for me and E. E, how do you feel about the Lakers stacking the fucking team up, bringing in Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, fucking Dwight Howard again, Trevor Ariza? Uh, who who else is on this motherfucker now? We got Malik Monk. We got Ma- um, yo Malik Monk. To me, was probably the best signing D and off the yeah. entire free agency. We got Kendrick Nunn. We got Dwight Kendrick Howard Nunn. Back. Great, yeah. We signed. Uh, TNT back. We signed. Um, who else? I like that signing. I think I think Talon is going to do real yeah, he's good. He's going to be dude. great. He's going to be coming. I off think the he's going to be real he's good. He's a great shooting guard. He can come. Yeah. He could either come off the bench for Monk or whatever the case may be. But the most important part is that we got Westbrook. So a lot of people. Again, I get it. We're we're Lakers fans, but we're not biased. We're all we all know here that uh, we're realist. Westbrook has a, is a very big liability on the offensive shooting. side because he can't shoot. Yeah. He can't make a three. He can pass the fuck out of the ball, but he sometimes he gets too ball dominant. Um, if he goes cold, sometimes the whole team goes cold because they're so used to him holding the ball. Like that's what happened on the Wizards. 
He would have these also hot the, streaks. Also, Oklahoma. He would have these hot streaks where he would go crazy, everybody be involved, and then some games he would just be ice cold and everybody would play passive because the ball goes through him. So if he's fucking up, the whole team's fucking up. So I get what people say about Westbrook, that um, how can he play with Braun? He's going he's gonna to need the ball in his hand and all this other extra shit. Sometimes people forget, right? There is a NBA season, and then there's the playoffs. Westbrook was brought in to win regular season games and to give Braun rest. Majority of the time, maybe they really might not. If they do, they might play at least 30 minutes together at most. They're not going to play 40 minutes all together. Somebody's going to be on the bench regardless of the fact. Most likely, Braun is going to be on the bench. Westbrook is going to play more with AD than Braun until playoffs come. That's when they're all going to link up, whatever. But Westbrook was brought in to win regular season games. If we remember correctly, last year, Braun was the most played player in the regular season. He was doing like 49 minutes a game, some wild shit. He wasn't taking no It was insane, actually. For for a 35-year-old, 36-year-old, that's insane. Insane. So he was doing all that, right, Armando? He was doing all this extra shit to the point where when he did get injured... His body was so used up that it, it just couldn't reboot in time because it's like, damn, bro, you already played 60-something fucking games. Like, and now you want to take a rest? Like, It doesn't work like that. So they brought Westbrook in to win those regular season games where Braun can low management. He could take some time off, and he's going to win you those games. It's Westbrook. He's, he's going to play his hard out. He's going to win the games. You thought that hike that we took was bad? Remember that hike that we took yeah. a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Imagine having to take 89 of those hikes in a matter of six months. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, basically, the the Wizards are, like, stacking up so that they don't have a repeat of what happened this past season well, during the finals. Well, now Lakers. the Wizards. The Lakers. Well, no, no. He took, yeah, but the he Lakers. brought the Wizards. So, so, look, did I say the Wizards? You did. Oh, but I meant the Lakers. The, the Wizards with what they got. They didn't out mean of, the Wizards. Out of, uh, I don't know no, sports. But what they got out of the Westbrook deal. They got a lot of young talent. Yeah, they got. I'm expecting Kuz, dude. Yeah, I'm expecting Kuzma and Beal to have a good year, but right, bro. Hold on, before you say something, young talent isn't good enough if they don't work hard. That shit is. And irrelevant. listen, the Wizards team, the whole organization is terrible. The Wizards has been trash for a very they, long time. They let John Wall flop. Yeah, they had a generational like, talent in John Wall, and they. You know, they're saying it. that he's going to get bought out and like go to like a contending team. Yeah. I really hope right. it comes All to right. the Lakers. So wait, before we go that part, right? Um, back to the Lakers thing, right? So like Armando said, right? They made the team, so we don't have a repeat of last year. The most important thing here is right is the narrative always stays the same. If you're a big fan of LeBron, you know one thing and one thing for sure: he hates playing with young kids. He hates playing with rookies. He hates playing with kids that have no fucking common sense. That's the reason he was so frustrated with Kuzma. During those games, because he w- it was certain clips where Bron's like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, your basketball IQ isn't to the point where you know not to make that fucking play. Like, it's certain shit like that that pisses Bron off. I'm a big. I Bron am LeBron fan. James on 2K, by the way. So he if doesn't do like dumb shit you feel on me, 2K, Armando. I get so aggravated. Like Nino said, right? Oh, they got rid of young talent. This is not the first time Bron does that. He did it two no, summers ago for years. to get rid of AD. When he's he went to the Cavs, the Cavs had just got the number one pick in Wiggins. He said, shit that motherfucker do? the fuck out. Give me Kevin Love. They're like, Kevin Love, who's 27? He's old as hell. Give me Kevin Mind Love. You. Yeah. They won the yeah. chip after that. 
Because he doesn't have time for that. He clearly tells all the GMs whenever he goes to a team, if y'all got young players, young players are only good for two things. Fucking up practice, and second of most importantly, they're good to get assets that you really need. Bron will not hesitate to get rid of these young niggas. He got rid of a lot. He got rid of all them young niggas. If you see the team from the first year he was in the Lakers till now, none of them niggas is there. Yo, He's yeah, the only he was one. playing with uh, Lonzo, right? Yeah. LeBron might be the worst A and R in the history of hip hop music, but when it comes to him being a GM and making moves, make perfect. That I mean, motherfucker yeah, because can make some moves. that's his business. He needs to know how to make moves. And the good thing about it, too, is I'm on the right. These old players, you don't got to pay them that, mu- that much money. We had to pay Westbrook that much money because his contract was coming, uh, was ending. Yeah, his that contract, contract is insane. But if, he deserves it. We're yeah, talking nah. about a triple-double for three years. But what I'm saying is, if had he already been on a contract, we would have got him for dirt cheap. You know what I mean? It's only reason why, that's the only reason why we paid him. Everybody else got minimum contracts. Melo got a minimum contract. Malik got a minimum contract. All Bro, the they spent got minimum contract. 15 mil. They spent 15 mil on like seven guys. Yeah. I was like, yes. Rob Palenka. Yes. So, to make a long story short, the Lakers got better. And the most important thing is they got a bench. That's to wrap all this, our little sports segment up. The Lakers finally have a bench. Braun can sit out multiple games if he wants. He can sit out for two games in a row, whatever they can. And we're playing the Knicks, and then we're playing the fucking Hornets, whatever. They can sit out those two games. The, the young boys can take over. But they're not young. They're young to him because he's the oldest. But they're not young. You got Melo. You got Malik Monk. You got Kendrick Nunn. You got Dwight Howard. You got fucking AD on your team. You got fucking... They got that you, the new white boy that's uh, Alex Cruz Mac, 2.0. McClung. Fucking savage. He could yeah, shoot I the say, fucking I, three yeah, like yeah, a but savage. I say, I say he should have stayed in college, but I like the fact that he ended up with the Lakers. Yeah. So to wrap our sports segment up, the Lakers finally have a bench. The Braun finally has shooters too. He got a bunch of shooters around him. And he finally got the team I think that he really wanted. Like I, I get it last year he got some pieces, but now I think he got enough players that he needed so he could go against the uh the Nets. He could go against the Milwaukee's he, uh, the big problem with the Suns, right, when they were playing with the Suns, is that they were playing a lot of they were playing young players with a lot of um, stamina, with a lot of athleticism, right? How can you beat that? Good defense. So what he did, he brought in a rim protector, Dwight Howard. He brought in a spot up shooter, which is Melo, that he just tossed the ball to him, he could just shoot it. You need that type of shit, because before Bron didn't have somebody. Remember that one video? I know we're going on a tangent, but we'll wrap it up. Remember, uh, um, Nino, that one video where uh, LeBron got so fucking mad because he passed. It was during the Suns um, series. He passed the ball to Pope. Literally, Armando, it's like I'm giving you, I'm giving you this this fishing pole because there's there's only one fish and I want you to have it. So I'm giving you the pole. All you need to do is put your pole down there. And you'll get the reel fish. It in. All you gotta do Ron is reel it in. literally gave this motherfucker the most open fucking lane ever. He was wide the fuck open, and they needed the three. He pulled the defense all on him. He gave the ball to Pope. You know what Pope did, Armando? You think he shot that ball? You think he shot that ball? He passed it back. No, he didn't even pass it back. He t- passed it to a fucking player that was being guarded by like two people. So boom, the play didn't happen, right? They call a timeout. You know what Bron did? Braun went straight over to him. There's a video. I'll send it to you. And Braun is literally telling Pope, I gave you that fucking ball ball. to shoot the fucking ball. Shoot the ball. If I give you the ball, I need you to shoot Shoot it. I'm the passer. 
Shoot you're the, the shooter. Ball, KCP. This is why you're not in L.A. no more, KCP. So he got rid of him and put Melo. You give Melo the fucking ball, he's going to shoot that. It might he be three niggas on him. He's going he he to triple bitch. threat you. Ah, ah, ah. Fade back. Shoot. Bucket. All right. And that's sports. So basically, uh, the Lakers' worst enemy is themselves and injuries. <laughs> if they get injured, it's going to be really bad. Like, really, right. really bad. Yeah, but moving on, man. Listen, we're just going to jump into the music here because we need to talk about this album. And it's the only fucking subject we're going to get into today. Yes. Right. This is this is the important one, I believe. Okay. Let's in my opinion. So. I mean, I mean, both hey, Jack. motherfuckers got notes. All right. So I'm going I'm to hand it over to Nino. Open nah, it up. I don't got notes. Well, then I'm, I'm All right, go ahead, E. No, go ahead, E. No, E. Open it up. Uh... We're talking about King's Disease 2. Okay. New Nas album. You guys want my honest opinion, like always? Go okay, ahead. Okay, okay. Always. No, because he said that. What? Okay. What did I say that? What's bad about no, cause, that? No, because I feel like both of you guys are going to have like really good notes, and I'm, I'm just here to let y'all know that I thought it was a really good album. It wasn't my favorite. Did it get the new stamp? No. All right, we don't care. I, I, I we have, don't care. I have, we don't care. If it yeah, doesn't no, no. get the new stamp, a, we don't there's care. A couple, there's a couple great oh, songs God. on the album. But it didn't Kings make the Nino stamp. Nah, nah. The the first one was great. This didn't second it? one had five, five, six good songs. I don't understand how he has. I don't. I don't understand how the album ended up being number five on Billboard 200. I don't. Do you mean it that in a good way or a bad way? I, in, in a bad way, I guess. I don't get it how he be ended lower? up being number. Bro, he shouldn't even. He shouldn't even be in the top ten. I love Nas. Okay. That's one of my favorite rappers. But okay. like, how do you end up on the top All right. 200? So to wrap your five. shit up, because you didn't have no yeah. notes, go you ahead, did none yeah. of your go homework, yeah. you did nothing yeah, this ahead, fucking yo. weekend, you fucking bozo. I am a bozo. What's your rating? You really Give it a rating. King of bozos. Out of five, I'm giving it a two. All right, moving on. Me or you, Armando? Go ahead. All right. Since somebody doesn't do their fucking homework, this uncultured fucking swine. <laughs> To start it off, of bozos. To fucking start it off, right? Let's go to the. We need to get a shirt like that. This is the king of bozos. All right. To start it off, right? I like that. I have a very. I'm gonna be negative Sally right now. I'm in my ultra ego negative Sally. I found a lot of things wrong with this shit. So, bear with me. I have a really big. I have a really big problem, and it's not just because it's not for Nas. It's for every artist that does it or rapper whatever the case may be i have a very big problem when the next album that you release is a sequel to the last album you just dropped and you keep the same title and you just add a two to it i have a very big problem with that i don't know why i just do i agree with you i also have the same problem sometimes i have a very so big i agree especially when it's it hasn't had enough time lapse in between the projects was it less than a like, year yeah no it was no, it was a year. It was, it was like a, it was year. a year. It's close to a year. It was a year. The reason why I say change. that okay. because before people start throwing up, oh, what about Wayne and Carter One and Carter Two? Those albums had a long period of time between them, and for the most part, they weren't the same album. They were the same title, but the music was completely different on both of them. This album, to me, I feel like there are a bunch of leftover tracks from the first album that not necessarily didn't make the cut, but it was already too long of an album to make it on the album. Because if we go back to King Disease 1, right? King Disease 1 
has 13 tracks compared to King Disease 2, which has 15 tracks. You know what I mean? So they're roughly the same amount of tracks. So I get what Nas was trying to do. He wasn't trying to overload the first album with too many songs. And again, the reason why I have a problem with if you're going to use the same title and just add a two to it, the music should have some involvement. You should evolve a little bit more. It shouldn't sound exactly the same as the first album. Because for that case, this could have just been the Deluxe. You could have just named this King's Disease Deluxe 2.0. That's, that's what I was hoping for. Whatever they do, they usually do that. Because yeah. from the songs that we listen to, right? Well, I listen to because Nino obviously. Well, he said he listened to it, he just didn't really do that. No, I listened to it. I just didn't write notes to it, bro. I like the direction Hip Boy has been going with Nas. I like it. Uh, it's something new. I have nothing. I mean, the beats weren't that great this time around. I wasn't a really big fan of, of that many of the beats compared to how Hip Boy usually, you know, you hear Hip Boy on a track, you expect a banger. Like, oh shit. Like, but the reason why I'm saying that is because these two have been in the studio together. They should have came harder with a better album, and it should have evolved a little bit more. It's almost like Hit Boy did evolve a little bit more, but Nas is still stuck in that same melatonin flow where he's just always laid back and he's always, you know, Nas. He's a cool ass rapper. Like, I mean, he's always just laid back, chill. He's trying to tell his little stories. Like, for example, Death Row East is all about the Tupac shit. What up? What hey, yo, before you go into it, that's a great fucking song. Yeah, it is. If if you if you know the story of what he's talking about, that is a great fucking song. It is. Like hold on. Yo. But no. in the context of everything, it doesn't go with the fucking album, bro. Like it the does fucking not. The it fucking threw me off too. Yeah. Huh? It, no, it threw me off too. You are right. It doesn't go. I, I wish it would have been like a random single. Bro, For it, me. it doesn't have no concisive thought. Like, the songs, I keep telling you, it's almost like it's just a deluxe album. Because in a deluxe, you're just throwing songs that didn't make it or songs that you just re-recorded just now. Bro, the Lauryn Hill sample. I mean, the Lauryn Hill feature. I, yo, he you got, like it? He got Hill to rap. I love it. I love it. I get it. I love it. I understand it. I know the culture needed it. It just doesn't go with the fucking album, bro. Like, nah, what is it? They should have been. They should have been losies. You what right. is the topic of this album? I got King Disease 1. I got that. You know, Nas in this new... He's rapping on these new beats. Da, 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 all this extra shit, right? I get it. What was so special about this album? Nothing uh, at all, bro. Ho- no, I'm, yo, you, I'm asking. You know, hold on. Yo, let me finish. No, hold on. Be, be, Nino, be, you can't, be, add, you can't let me to say my thing and then no, interrupt me I can't, every fucking because two minutes. The, the only two things that I took oh away from this God. album... Bro, Nino, stop. Bro, Nino, you do You're, this every you fucking pod, Every bro. single time, bro. Let him talk. You had you your time. Already. We literally let you. You said you didn't want to have nothing to say. So go. Say what you got to say. Because I'm not... You feel me? I can't get my thoughts off if you got something to say. Say it. A Boogie and Eminem can both blow me. Oh, bro, you stopped my fucking shit for that, bro. All right, Mondo, go, bro. Because no. I just lost my train of thought, bro. It's nah, go ahead. Do your thing. Finish it up. Rating. I, I, I lost... My rating is a fucking... I give it a... I like I liked the fucking Death Row East song. I really like that because he touched on something that he should have talked about years ago. I like the Lauryn Hill. I don't know why he has that song with Eminem. Shit is garbage. The fucking A Boogie song, garbage. You're trying to do the commercial thing. I get it. Hit Boy has a relationship with A Boogie. No, get out of here. Um, is A Boogie done? 
we'll I get was into never that. A fan. We can, we can get into that another day. He okay. has Charlie Wilson on this shit. <laughs> like, bro, I get it, bro. I get it, but no, no, a whole fucking album. You could have just gave us a deluxe. Give it a two, man. And the only reason why I gave it a two is because Nas can still rap. I didn't get excited off any of the fucking lines. I didn't go like, oh, he's still got, oh my God, he's still nasty Nas. No, he's just melatonin Nas. Nas, Escobar, da 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 Same shit we've been hearing for years. Like, fucking Jay said it. Is it one mic or the other one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. is it Uchiwali? Is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? Because this album is <sighs> full of one mics and Uchiwalis. Yeah. Which okay. One is it? So I give it a two. Sorry, Nas. Okay. Got to come stronger. Okay. Nino, I'm going to ask you, do you have anything to say before, before I, I speak? Yeah, that's the new the thing last, we got to no. say. Look, Honestly. Look, the last thing I got to say is that I'm, I'm just glad He said no, Eric and then he proceeded to say something. Yeah. No. What the fuck is wrong with this all guy, All bro? I'm saying is, is the only thing that, that I need to that agree with. That you two with, are connecting. Okay. We connected on the fact that this okay. is a two out of five. And that's <sighs> based on, like, what, two or three songs? Okay. So this is why I love this 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 platform this pod, because all of our ears are different. You know, yeah. sometimes most or I guess I would say most of the time, E and I connect more than you you and I do. Yeah. This is this is the part where Armando comes comes in and says, honestly, I think both of you are wrong. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Holy That's I, we have the pauses. No, go ahead. Nas's attitude and delivery is meaner and more direct in KD two than than KD. Okay. Okay. This album is showing his voice, flow, the lyrical artistry, artistry, and competitive spirit that made Niles a rap legend to begin with. Okay. To me, you know, KD1 is like the ice, and KD2 is the fire. You know? Hmm. That's a great, an- oh shit, that was a great analogy. Okay, so they're polar as opposites. As far as tracks, you know, the pressure... Great, great opener. Death Row, Death Row East. Love it. The fact that he's talking about, you know, Death Row back in its heyday and how they were Pog. trying to open up, yeah. you know, a Death Row East. It's storytelling. Back, back he's, in, it's what he's good at. Back in New York. And, 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 how, facts. and how they wanted to get Nas to be like the face of it and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the line where he said, I got to address a rumor. Um, he uh, sheets. He was like, he was like, sheets ain't stretch. Ain't, it's yeah, the guy stretch. that was supposedly. Got Pac shot yeah. at Quad Studios in New yep. York. And he said, Stretch ain't do it. Da, 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 yeah, that yeah, amazing he, he track. He had other shit going on down there. Go ahead. 40 Slide. It's it's shifting to a current day. Like, sonically, it's shifting to a current day like Nas, which I love to hear. You know, instrumental hits, you know, like a very trendy vibe. Love it. EPMD2. While... It's a recycled song. Yes. It's a recycled song from the Black Messiah. Yes. Great song. Nas does beef up this new version. You liked M? And I'll say the rap god did not. He annoyed me. He didn't annoy me as much as he has been recently. YKTV. A Boogie, YG, and Nas. You know, in concept, it, they shouldn't be complimenting each other, right? Yeah. But it works. You, 
I, I think it works. I like YG on the song. YG stand. comes off more animated than usual. This squeaky voice, the come stupid with it. Fucking love it. Okay. Fucking love it. Um, Store run. Are you still going? My bad. I'm still going. Store mm-hmm. run. So when Nas is going into the past and present, that that ho- that song just has like beautiful fat kicks. How long did you classy, say this album? Bro, I've listened to this fucking thing so many no, times. No, this man said that this, he had the notes for, for, for this, a minute now. Oh, maybe because, yeah. All right, so you said This album, honestly, again, and I'll say this. Not an Oz fan. Yeah, yeah, we all know that. Besides, Trust me, we know that. Besides besides Illmatic. Stillmatic, maybe. Ill, besides Illmatic. And it was written. Hip Hop is Dead and King's Disease 1. Those are the only three Nas albums I can I can name off the top of my are head. Are you putting that this album with them? No, no, he's just saying he. I'm just saying those are the three albums that, that I'm knows. saying. I'm I'm saying I'm not a Nas fan. All the only albums I know from Nas off the top of my head are Elmatic, Hip Hop Is Dead, and King's Disease One. Okay, that's the only thing. So this album was really, it was a sneak. It was like a, it hit me with a little sneak shot. Okay, so Store run. Are you advocating that it's a sleeper? I mean, he yeah, he has. He yeah, has I'm a still going. Album. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay, it's it. It was this album was very unexpected, yeah. because like he said, when some when someone when uh, someone a rapper artist whatever comes in and puts a two behind the title, I automatically write it off. Yeah, I'm like this shit like, is gonna be trash. But going back, store run when Nas is going you know going into the past and present, those fat kicks, classy uh, soul samples. Oh my, beautiful, love it. Shout out, Hit Boy, man. The song. The song uh, Nobody, that's the one with Lauren Hill. I like it because it's a different reflection from fame, right? Not He's he's rapping about how he seeks to escape being famous, and I like that Lauren Hill it backs up that theme and, like, the basic vibe of the song. Yeah, and, her you know, she has her, has been like And that. she, she kind of puts her own take and her own mm-hmm. feelings into fame. No phony love. It has, like, that classic romantic R&B loops. Charlie Wilson's vocals are fantastic. And very, it's a very necessary touch. I hated that song. Honestly, not then Nas hits us with those with those potent jabs of lust, insecurity, and fear. Like I, I can't. Like I, I'm a sucker for that. Okay, so Armando, after I have I've heard you talk about this in in the manner that you have, I really want to know because me and E both gave it a two out of five. Okay? I'm not done yet. And that was, oh, I got more. I told you I got notes on this. I'm not done yet. The song composer, Hit Boy, he came in that joint. He had he came in with that, that currency type flow. You know? I told you that beat. The song's the song's theme is already pretty consistent or like throughout the album already. Yeah. But I like it. I like the fact that Hit Boy decided to jump in there with a feature and he had that currency flow. I fuck with it. The song the song My Bible. My favorite song on the entire Instrum- album, by the, the way. instrumental is great and super classy. Nas's construction of this track is great also. Great construction. Finally, last song, Nas is good. You know, he ends this is basically the end of the whole KD series and it ends it on a positive note. If he were to come out with a KD3, I'm open to it. You know, I wouldn't be mad of mad at it because of the quality of the last two. You know, I wouldn't be mad if he comes out with a King's Disease 3. 
I will say, in my personal opinion, I think King's Disease 2 is better in quality than King's Disease 1. What is the rating here? I give it a 4.5. Holy shit. Trap. I literally like every single. Yeah, that ass. Holy shit. There's only there's there's only three tracks on this album that I that keeps it from a five. So for me, Armando. Yo, 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 no. Before you go, this is why I love this shit right here. Me, me, and E connected on some shit where we hating on some shit, and you came out of left field with this shit. Wait, but go ahead, e. Armando. Did you feel that way off the first listen? Is yes. It, is, is first it, listen, I thoroughly. In, I told you. So I, at, so I enjoyed the is, fuck out of it. After the first listen, you were like, "Oh, there's something here. I need to keep listening." Exactly. So is you it run, you run it through, and then you were like, yes. "Yo, I like this, so I'm gonna run it back." Because I I've listened to this specific album, bro. Over 20 times. I only listened to it so three times. I'll be honest. I can tell you right now. Maybe songs I, I don't back. like. Songs I can do without. Mm-hmm. Moments. Brunch on Sundays. Count me in. Get rid of those. Uh-huh. If those songs were on there, this would have been a five for me. Okay, wait. So now I have a question, right? Armando, since you listened listen to heavy. the album thoroughly back in front, you know everything. You even did the details on everything. Is this a commercial album? I wouldn't call it a commercial album because honestly, while while obviously there are singles here, I don't see it as like a regular, like casual hip hop listener going into getting into this album. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I don't think it's a commercial album. I will say I, I just think, think the they, only thing they yeah, go ahead. the only song that I would say he attempted to kind of be commercial in was that brunch on Sunday's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because of just how that song is structured mm-hmm. and the beat to it and just the, the, the topic of that song. He literally says, hashtag Sunday Funday in the fucking song. I was like, come on, dude. Do better, Nas. <laughs> that shit was terrible. Well, all right. Well, maybe I got to just listen to it again because I only listened to it three times. Um, the thing with nah, me with Nas with, with- is, right, is I never knocked him for rapping. I never knocked him for... Being the rapper that he you is, can't. super super lyrical, everything. Let me finish. But I can knock him for sometimes just being a little boring to me. That's my problem with him. Every fan is different. Everybody, li- I don't like you think said, he was boring on this one. Everybody no, listens but to I, the music but I w- different. But I will agree with you. I just sound, no. It's not that he's he boring, boring on the album. It's just that I get bored of hearing with the raps. That's dude, my only thing. This album has been on repeat for me all weekend. I'm dude. I'm so happy that you feel this I'm way. Like honestly, I'm I'm actually like shocked that you came in and said this shit, bro. That's why we fucking pod, bro. Because there's there's yeah, gonna be like people I said that uh, feel before I said exactly this is why like I love Armando. doing this. And then some people that's gonna agree with me and Nino. You know what I mean, they yeah, gonna call nah, us haters. Nah. They gonna say, "Oh, he listens to real rap." They call gonna call him a loser, and they gonna be like, "Oh yeah, they were right." It it just works like that. But hey, he liked that shit. He liked that shit. Do we know what's uh, not sold first week at all? That doesn't matter. On Twitter, he did 52. I don't think that shit matters tonight. At this point, he's making music. Mitch doesn't matter. Again, I will always say numbers don't make an album. They don't. But I'm saying in Nas' situation, he really doesn't give a fuck about that shit. He's He's just rapping because he likes to rap. Yeah, at this point, point it it is what it is. So let me me just get into it, guys. Because at this point, we're at, uh, um, what's it called? 
we are at our last uh, topic, right? Mm-hmm. AOE. What up? <laughs> this is going to you, boy. I know. So before we get into this intro, right, I would like to play a 30-second clip of the song that made me an SG fan. A lot of people don't did know who SG did is. Did you it over? Hopefully after, I'm sending it right now. Have to, hopefully after today, not only do you get to. Bro, at this point, this motherfucker starts playing, paying us, bro. No, because I'm about SG. to promote the fuck out of him. He's I, fucking, I, I, he's I, fucking I, played. I, he's I, been I, on this fucking I, pod like three times. ASG, listen, yo. You got to pay Eric. You, gotta you don't got to play the whole song. Just play like the intro of it and then just cut it off into like 30 seconds or whatever. Like this man's been mentioned in this fucking pod like four times already. All right. <laughs> so before we play the song, right? To intro this, this is a new segment that I've come up on this pod. It's be, it's going to be called Who Got the Streets? Let's not get misconcepted with the name. It just doesn't have to be. It's not going to be just rappers. It's going to be really a metaphor for what's bubbling. So in this new era of music, we have streaming now. So the mixtape really died. So a lot of rappers either blow up or they don't. And that's kind of in my view, a little bit more difficult now because before you could just put out mixtape, 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 mixtape until you build your fan base. Now it's, you gotta come hard on that that album that you're about to drop or whatever. So maybe this way, a lot of people write off artists because, like you said, they stream, they click on it, they listen to it, a little, one song, ah, oh, this shit was whack, let me go on to the next album because they could just stream it. They could just, you know what I mean? Yep. This way, we're going to give a little bit more light on more inspiring artists that are just coming up and more importantly just who the people are really listening to like for example the reason why i know we've mentioned sg multiple times on this podcast but he's finally starting to pick up steam like a lot of people are starting to realize who he is more he just did a performance at, i think it was rolling loud or whatever the uh the one that was in cali he performed there he's also been in the news he got arrested and all this extra stuff so he's starting to pick up traction but most importantly it's an artist that was put in this position because of his fans. And that's what I mean by who got the streets. Because the streets are always going to support an artist they like. Whether it be rap, rock, whatever. The people are going to break you if they really fuck with you. And that's what happened with him. Because he has no connections. He has nothing at all. He's he's from Kentucky. I mean? So he had to have a fan base to make him. And that's basically the, the conception of who got the streets... The the difference between who got the streets and our sleepers is sleepers are our personal picks. Who got the streets? We might not even know who this artist is. We probably don't. We probably don't know who this artist is, but the people have crowned them the next coming up. So to get in with this, here comes SG. The song that very made him pop in is called Lick Back. Hit it, Jack. Up and then we skirt off, sliding in that track. I'll got my jury on my shirt off. Turn a phone on D and D on silent, all alerts off. It's a fast car, but I'm moving slow. I like my surf, bro. Every nigga around me shoot they eat and get they merch off. I don't work out, but I got.
got more paper than your big dog. Wanna change your life, my best advice, a brick of fitting off. This bitch type is wife, I might just let the condom slip off. Ain't too many like me, 99% of them rip offs. On point, even at a spot, I never take my kicks off. Ask my ops how it feel to wake up daily and get shit on. You get in your feelings and make diss songs. I make at your people's house outside shooting they flick songs. And I'm still good on every block, I used to knock keys on. Boss, I get you chalk, my name ain't something that you should on. Pulled out 20-something just to let Johnny put my teeth on My money 10 feet tall, but I ain't something you shoot at Kill something you won't lock in with us, I thought you knew that My plug drove the load in on the truck next day right. So that clip is called Lick Back by SG That's his most popular song that he has right now That's probably what broke him out, really But the background of him, right, is he's from Kentucky He's from the same hood for as Jack Harlow But a lot of people don't realize is that before rap, he was actually a football star. He got actually offered a scholarship to Indiana State University to play ball. The reason why he didn't continue with that is because they raided his dorm and he was selling drugs out of his dorm, right? So from there, he got arrested. He got put on house arrest. When he got put on house arrest, he was on YouTube and it's so crazy how this works, right? He saw a little baby video, and that's what inspired him to rap. He saw a little baby freestyle. You know that one song, that really that little baby freestyle that starts, um, the real famous one. How does it start? Uh, it's the most famous one. So, I mean, saw, you can't tell me because I'm not a little baby fan. He so. saw that, and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this rap shit serious. So he started rapping for his locals, and everything like that. But then he ends up getting shot. Right, he ends up getting shot. He ends up getting shot five times. He ends up getting shot in the eye. That's why in some of the music videos, it looks like he has a lazy eye, but it's really because he got shot in the eye. Uh, he got shot in his stomach and everything like that. Um, and that's when he really, really took uh, his music serious. So I say that to say, the streets back him up because his credentials are lined up. You know what I mean? So it's all everything that he's saying is believable through the music because of how he came up, how he started rapping, and who af he's affiliated with. Now, he's signed. Now, a lot of people don't know this. They think he's from Atlanta, but he's from Kentucky. And he's not from Atlanta, but he's signed to CMG. He signed under Yo Gotti. People don't know that either. He signed under Yo Gotti. That's why he got all the promotional um, boost from a label. CMG gave him the boost, started promoting his music. They landed him a little baby feature on the new album that he just dropped. He just came out with. He has multiple features. He has from little baby all the way forward. What really makes him stand out, though, is that he's a reminisce or maybe he's an offspring of Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy had the same little bit of traction. He was he was rapping about the same little things, you know, the rap, the coke, everything like that. But most importantly is SG's bringing that, um, I like to say, that cocaina rap. You know, the, the real mafioso rap. All his music sounds like that. It's real dark. He never goes into, like, the commercial way where he tries to get, like, an R&B artist on it. And it's really just the essence of hip-hop. Like, it's, he's really just rapping what he grew up with, rapping about everything he's gone through. And more importantly is... You know what I mean? He's on that gangster shit. Like, he's saying that gangster shit. He has credentials to prove the gangster shit. And a lot of the rappers fuck with him. Little Baby fucks with him. Um, 42 Doug fucks with him. Because of the CMG affiliation. And his music's charting. Uh, 
I know he uh, first album released, he debuted at number ten. It's still a win for him because again, he's only got promotion through the streets. No big media outlets really promoted him. And yeah, um, for the most part, I introduce you guys to Lick Back. From there on out, uh, when the episode drops, it's gonna be a playlist filled with his songs. Definitely take a look at it because he got the streets right now. Not only in Jersey, he got the streets all. When I say who got the streets, I don't only don't only mean Jersey where I'm located. I mean everywhere in the states, he has the streets. People are playing him in the West Coast, Atlanta. They're playing him in New York. He has songs with Future. Supposedly, uh, SG was supposed to be on a Drake song, but Drake, uh, he, for some reason, he didn't send the feature. So Drake knows who he is. You know, once Drake gets on your radar, you made it. So SG, check him out. He's from Kentucky. He raps that gangster shit. This this time I'm giving you the, the gangster rapper. Next episode, I'll give you the R&B artist that got the streets. And boy, are like you guys e. in for like a e. surprise. I appreciate All right, that, e. Cool, cool. I appreciate so that So the shit. playlist will have a good amount of songs for you to listen to SG so you can make your own conclusion. Does he really have the streets? And more importantly, is E capping or is he dead ass? So you guys can tell me by the fucking link that we'll provide. So that's to wrap up who got the streets. I feel like a fucking weatherman. <laughs> that was yeah, that was fire, oh. right? I killed that yeah, shit. That was good. That was good. That was good. I think E. I think E. You kind of you earned your uh twenty five percent there. I, I, I finally brought something yeah, to the I, table. I yeah, I think I you brought something to the table. table. Yeah. Yeah. Are we are we busting him down the middle? It only took how is many it, episodes? It, it took a, a half, whole new season. Yeah, yeah, down the middle. High five. Yeah, down yeah, the middle. Yeah, we just signed on it, bro. You get you get twenty five for down the middle. But listen, guys, episode thirty one is out of here from the shadows with love. Armando to my fucking right. E across from me. Uh, Nino's out of here. And uh, we have and happy birthday to my one of my favorite rappers of all times. One of the guys that motivated me to do this fucking podcast. Nipsey fucking Hustle. This is one of my favorite fucking songs. Let's fucking get the fuck out of here. Love. Relate to you, I can't. If you's a fake nigga. When level four in the state with your mistakes get you. Rap niggas, they just want a double date with you. Twit pick and show these hoes that they affiliate with you. Labels used to treating rappers like a slave, nigga. Starving artists, just be happy with your fame, nigga. Shit changed, now it's such a different game. All the niggas like myself is controlling everything. If you pay attention, see exactly what I mean. Fuck the middleman. I said that in 2003. Was 18, white Lincoln, chrome feet. Black 40 was my pillow, every night I go to sleep Grown niggas treat me like they OG Holding on to every word that the tiny loaf speaks I had a vision that nobody else could see Sold my shit to D-Mac, a little less than 10 G's Brought my grocery bag of cash straight to Black Sam He matched the nigga, next day we went to Sam Ash He bought a Pro Tools and a microphone Studio was far from plush, but them lights was on Couple hundred thousand stashed at my mama's home. Real estate in Atlanta, but ain't nobody know. Mac 11's in the safe, hidden in the flow. My bro did it like nobody that I've ever known. Screens on every wall with 16 camera angles. Double pane, bulletproof glass, pushing past the haters. Cuban links and Rolexes, photo check from Epic. This industry ain't gotta like us, but they gon' respect it. Built the label up from money we were saving up. 
No details to the statue of limitations up. Couple niggas got flipped trying to play with us. The demonstrations speak loud, so I ain't saying much. Was a charismatic nigga, I don't play as much. Cause life is real when you live it in a place like us. School pictures cracking smiles, now my face is stuck. Shell shocked to see how much they really hated us. Couldn't keep a kind heart, get your hatred up. Street smarts, nigga, get your information up. Watching belly smoking blunts take Jamaican puffs. One day I'ma have a house and car like Jamaican cuz. Credits roll back to stress pound breaking up. Had to fight before we hustled and it made us tough. Early 90s neighbors rooster used to wake us up. Mama had a bucket and a shack, but we ain't make a fuss. Blue cutlass, no license, 380 tucks. 96 Caprice, both the fast was saving up. They getting packed out if niggas try to fade with us. Crenshaw, Slauson, true stories, oh, play the drums. Happy birthday, Nip. What a track. Shout out to shout out to Nip. Man. I forgot, man. We do have to celebrate Nip, man. What a great Yo, artist, man. One of the greatest. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like like real talk. I would have never spoken to you about this shit if it wasn't for his passing. And it's fucked up to say. Mm. But the way that man passed and what it brought on to me, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to be able to get my shit out of here. You're like, I gotta do something. Something. I yeah. I love yo bro. I had a chance of seeing Nipsey at the Fillmore. My man's had tickets, and I didn't go until this day. Biggest it regret. It breaks my heart. Biggest regret. That's regret. It breaks That's my regret, heart not sure. knowing that I Biggest missed regret. that shit, bro. He died a month later, bro. Yeah. Um. It breaks my heart knowing that shit. I bro. feel you because when this artist I'm about to play, yeah, released not his last album but the album before that. Yeah. He was going on tour. He was going to be here in November. Literally a month before his tour started, he passed away, and I was like, "Fuck." So I, I feel you on that. Yeah. But this past Friday was the 11 year anniversary of this legendary mixtape, Kids. Legendary. Let me say that shit again. Legendary. Oh, Kicking. Yeah, people, incredibly. People dope don't know shit. that mixtape. That's crazy too. Nah. Here's the spins. Shout out oh, Matt Miller, the baby. Spins. Dope shit like that, Jerem. Oh hi. Welcome back to kids. Um, follow your dreams. Yeah. Wanna get a mansion, a jacuzzi, a theater to watch my movies, couple whips and lots of fancy things. The kids they call the goonies. I see the future, crystal ball, mirror, mirror hanging on the wall. Who the fly, white boy, you're the mall. Got your girlfriend screening all the calls. She bubbling, we fucking and you cuddling like baby. And go to bed You interrogate that bitch like you the fed So she says she in love with a rock star Rock star Wanna smoke my weed So she asked me where the tops are Tops are oh, Top drawer
smoke this blunt Then let me take them home and do anything I want I said, baby, I can ride ya Just let me get inside ya I can take you higher if you hit this vaporizer I got that dope dick, I be a supplier You grabbing all my sheets and hitting notes like you Mariah Obsessed with me, gon' dress a freak on ecstasy I'm out and then she texting me like, what you do? Yo, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Gone too soon. Yo, he really doesn't get his flowers, bro. Like, that sample, that cadence, the flow. Bro, he inspired a whole generation, bro. And people don't even know it. There's people, Armando, there's people that don't even know about that mixtape, bro. Can yeah, you believe crazy. that? Before we go into it, before you hit play, okay? E, I love you. Armando, I love you. Okay. Let's close let's close this shit out properly and then talk shit later. Alright, wait, before we play the song, the only reason another reason to piggyback on the reason why I picked Nipsey, obviously, is because he passed away. But another thing that um people don't realize, right, is um Nipsey gave us one of the newest generation of rappers with extremely talent and literally told Rowdy. Because when Rowdy started, a lot of people don't know, know this. That was his man. Rowdy, not, that on, was not on top of that, mans. he was his fans, he was his mentor, he was his big homie. They both crib, everything like that. Everything was perfect, right? But it was Nip that told Rowdy, yo, own your shit. Don't be on. Because supposedly Rowdy was going to sign to Dream Chasers under Meek. Nip said, no, you need to own your own shit. Do it with your own team. It'll take longer. But but it'll work out in the end. Unfortunately, Nip passed before he saw Rowdy get to the level he got to. Because remember, they won a Grammy together. Yeah, Rex in the middle was the Rex in the middle. Yep, best rap performance, Grammy nominated and Yo, rest in rest in peace, my my so, dog. So Nip Nipsey not only gave hustled, us great dog. music, he gave us an artist that makes great music. Great, he makes great hooks. I, I'm a s- extreme Rowdy Rich fan. But I also played this when my cousin passed away because it also means a lot to me. So rest in peace, Nip. Hit it, Jack. And we're fucking out of here, boy. Yeah. 
just left your viewing at the Staples Center. Obama wrote you a letter, yeah, you made it, nigga. I even heard you had some plans to come to Vegas with us. And them suckers could never kill you, it only made you bigger. And every time I see some fire, I see blue. And every time I close my eyes, I see Snoop and I see you. When I be on the west side, you know how we do. Hustle and motivate, turning one into a two. Two and a four. Hurt my heart, I seen you on the floor. Do it for the hood. But I don't even want to do it no more. When these niggas you do it for, that shit you and all. Only thing I can say is you with the law. Blessing. And I ain't finna say that like I'm your main homie. But when we lost, you it really put some pain on me. Got me scared to go outside without that flame on me. And when them niggas went against me, you ain't changed on me. Told me it was wrong to write some of my longest nights. You made me cry, nigga. And I don't cry, nigga. You the first one made me feel like I could die, nigga. Cause real niggas never die, you know the vibes, nigga. Yeah. Couple days ago, was chilling with my youngest. Seen your kids on the gram, it made me sick to my stomach. And as the marathon continue, we keep running. But I'm like, damn, I wish you seen that pussy coming. I wish I come a fool when the storm came. How many tears did you cry when you lost someone? We did this shit out for the gutter. Did this shit for my little brother. Had to stand through these tears, cause I see you every time my eyes close. Asking myself why you had to go, but only God knows. I was in Miami when I lost you, I ain't talk about it. I remember I bawled out in tears when I saw your body. And a flight back home, had cold days in LA. Had to turn off my phone, throw on the shades and mess. But you know about wishing going blind to hide your tears. Had a lot of murder on my mind, but in God I fear. Took Yamin and Crenshaw around the globe in a year. Solo knives, escalates in my rear. I just hustle, motivate, be prolific, hold down the state. My big brother hustled the great. I know Kavi, Supreme, relate. I know J Rock, Hoggy, relate. Black Sam, Adam, relate. Keita J Stone, relate. Lauren Pac Man, it's love, I wanna see. You. I wish I knew when the storm came. How many tears did you cry when you lost someone? We did this shit out for the go to war. Did this shit for my little brother.